Hey everyone, I'm Brad, and I'm part of probably the best generation ever, and that is Gen X. And I'm Rachel, and I'm pretty sure I'm part of the greatest generation as a millennial. Whatever. Anyway, welcome to our new bi-weekly podcast, That's, That's okay. okay. This is a podcast where we'll discuss a variety of topics from two different generational points of view. That's right. We're going to discuss anything that piques our interest, anything from music to movies, television, paranormal, and yeah, probably Bigfoot. Regardless of the topic, we'll keep it fun and entertaining. That's right. We're not always going to agree, but we can always agree to disagree, and that's okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you're having a great day. We have a really special episode for you today. I know we've teased it in the past about Bigfoot. Well, today is the day. We're going to talk Bigfoot with the king of Texas Bigfoot, Mr. Craig Woolheater. Say hello, Craig. <laughs> Oh, hi. That guy. That guy's sitting right over there. So go ahead, get comfortable, grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's do this. Welcome back, everybody, for this cool episode on bigfoot so with us we have mr craig woolheater who uh also uh hosts and runs the texas bigfoot conference yes, that sir. takes place every year um how long has this conference been going on craig well i had the first one in 2001 actually september 15th 2001 mm. wow. four days after 9-11 Oof. Right. How did that go? How did, did that affect the, the crowd? Or No, we had, we had pretty good attendance for the first about 130 people, first year event. Wow. So you do this in Jefferson, Texas. Yes, sir. Um, was it in Jefferson, Texas all along? We started it there. Um, when I started hosting the event, I had gone up to Ohio to the Ohio Bigfoot Conference the year before, and I decided that there's not anything like this in Texas. I bet I could do this. Right. So my parents owned a bed and breakfast in town, and um, my mom was on the events committee for the Bed and Breakfast Association. So I had resources to pull in. So mm -hmm. that's why it, Jefferson is a cool town. There's a history of Bigfoot sightings. It's very haunted, and it's right there on Cattle Lake. But uh, the main reason is because I had resources there in town already. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. In Jefferson, Texas, for those of you who don't know, is a little town in East Texas, um, right in the Piney Woods area. It's a really pretty part of Texas. And Jefferson is this really cute little town with all these historic homes that have been turned into bed and breakfast. Mm. And there's antique shopping it's there. Beautiful. There's just a, it's a lot of fun play, a lot of fun things to do, and a really cute place to go uh, on a weekend. Spend a weekend. So, um, so you started in two thousand and one. And this is now 2020. Now, was did you run them all the way through they every year, or did you take a break at some point? No, or? we, we uh, had several breaks. In 2006, I had worked with the University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, one of their campuses is a museum, the Institute of Texan Cultures, and we did um, a 2,000-square-foot Bigfoot museum exhibit there at their museum titled Bigfoot in Texas? Question mark. And we held uh, four half-day mini-conferences monthly that summer and brought in speakers from all over. And uh, so I didn't have time to focus on our Jefferson Conference, so I, 
I didn't host one that year in 06. Got it. And then um, in 08, people started, uh, different cities started coming to us, wanting us to move the conference there because it was so popular. And uh, Tyler and Athens, Texas were two cities that uh, tried to sway us to host it there. And and so we moved it to Tyler uh, for a couple of years. And um, then I dropped out of the organization that I founded that uh, hosted the event. And um, it it kind of petered out after that. Hmm. And so I decided to resurrect it back in Jefferson again, as it was originally hosted in Jefferson. Right. Uh, by myself and my organization, the Texas Bigfoot Research Center. Very cool. So now I attended this for the first time in 20, I guess that was 17 or 16. I don't, I'm trying to remember now. Um, and I remember because... I, uh, I saw this come up on my one of my Facebook um, event calendars or whatever, and I thought, oh, man, I've got to go to this. <laughs> and so I took my wife, I took Michelle uh, with me, and uh, we thought, you know, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, worst case scenario, if we don't have any fun, it'll be good people watching, right? Because <laughs> I'm sure, sure it's all different types of people <clears throat> that, you know, would, would believe in this. So I thought, let's go. And we got there, and um, I sat my wife right on the very front row. <laughs> she was yeah. like, I can't believe you've put me on the front row where I can't get up and sneak out. <laughs> I, I remember like, her saying nope. that. She was so mad at you uh, no. <laughs> for so long after that. But I had the best time at this conference. Mm-hmm. I learned so much. You know, I'd been a fan of of the TV show Finding Bigfoot, which had been mm-hmm. on for quite a while at that point. And uh, Cliff Berrickman was there, and he was one of the speakers. And I remember just being in awe of this guy and the stories he told, uh, and so much stuff I didn't know. Um, you know about like the Patterson uh, Gimlin film and that whole situation. I can see why you sat on the front row, so you could be nearest to Cliff. That's that's <laughs> right. Uh, it was, uh, well, he's such a cool guy. Uh, you know what? I like, I like Cliff because he's very down to earth, you know, Mm. he's, you know, you meet some people and you know, they're just off on a far, you know, far end of things. And so he's very down to earth and I'm a very logical guy. So I think things through logically and I analyze everything. So, uh, I think he does that as well. So I think he was a history teacher at one point. So, uh, makes sense. He kind of has that type of, uh, mentality, but so I loved that conference, and I remember telling my wife, I was like, this is the greatest thing we've ever done. <laughs> and she's just looking at me like I'm crazy. But we we had so much fun. You know, the the crazy thing is that actually kind of converted my wife uh, oh, after yeah. after that conference. She, I guess, heard enough that she was like, you know what, There's there may be something to mm-hmm. this. So, uh, And then she went on to kind of investigating her own and, and looking things up. So... That conference was very influential to uh, us and, uh, and uh, particularly my wife and getting her kind of into Bigfoot and, and the, uh, the, the possibility of it. Now she's into it a little bit more than you are, listening to all kinds of She has listened to everything <laughs> she can get her hands on on Bigfoot. She loves the experiences. And I think that, and that's one of the things mm-hmm. that makes this 
so compelling is that there's so many people who have reported seeing this creature. Yeah. And there's so many similarities. But the the thing that gets me is there's so many credible people mm-hmm. that have seen this, you know. It's not uh, just people in like, like foil hats or anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the, these are yeah. people who are like park rangers and police officers and, and things like that. I'm like, these people would know. You know, if this is a bear or, Mm. you know, if you're, you know, or just something like that. So uh, that adds a lot of credibility and the plausibility to uh, Bigfoot actually being a real creature. Yeah. So tell us, Craig, what what do you think? What do you think Bigfoot is? If you had to say what he what you think he is. I don't know. You don't know. That's a very valid answer. (laughs) Because there are so many people that think it is so many different things. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. believe it's like a, you know, kind of a leftover humanoid of some sort. Or uh, a lot of people believe in the 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 UFO, I guess, you know, that it can teleport around. And, and I have heard that's that why theory. It, yeah, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of theories there. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's a good question. So, you host this Bigfoot conference. Tell me, tell me this. How did you actually get interested in? In Bigfoot. What happened? <clears throat> well, I was interested as a kid. Um, I grew up here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and in the summer of 1969, there was a creature that, um, there was a wave of sightings out at Lake Worth, mm. the Lake mm. Worth monster, um, right. summer of 69. Goatman, wasn't it? They call him that's that? What, that was one of the nicknames that they called him, but uh, my grandparents... It was on the front page of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, July 10th and July 11th, 1969, like a week and a half before we landed on the moon. And, and well, there was a story on the front page about some seven-foot-tall, you know, hairy, shaggy creature that was, you know, uh, roaming around the lake out there and, and seen by many, many people, you know, including law enforcement, you know, uh, personnel who had seen this creature out there, um, you know, July, August, September of, of that year. And uh, so that that really started my interest. I was, in, you know, into different things, dinosaurs and ghosts and UFOs and stuff when I was sure. a kid. And then um, that kind of faded away after that summer of 69. But then the next year I got a, a, a book uh, by a man named John Keel that had written um, – the Mothman Prophecies mm-hmm. in 1975. It was made into a movie in 2002 uh, with Deborah Messing. Um, but I, um, the book I got was called Strange Creatures from Time and Space, and it had a really cool cover by Frank Frazetta, mm. all these different creatures on it, and you know stories from all kinds of different weird creatures um, around the world. And then in um, probably in 1973 when it went into wide distribution, saw the legend of Boggy Creek. Um, when I was uh, a kid living here in the Dallas area, I saw it at the theater and, uh, um, and I saw that movie and, and realized that it was, you know, only a couple of hours from home. It wasn't that far away. It wasn't in the Pacific Northwest. It wasn't in Asia or anywhere. It was, you know, a couple of hours. And, right. So it seemed, um, you know, it, it brought it full circle that, you know, what there was a Lake Worth monster that was, you know, here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And then the Falk monster, you know, just south of Texarkana. 
And um, so my over overactive imagination, you know, being a Boy Scout and camping out in the woods and going on snipe hunts and stuff, you know, got got to thinking about, boy, I, I bet this, I wonder if this creature's out mm-hmm. here, you know, when we're right. out camping and such. And and then, unlike a lot of people, um, you know, real life came in to play, you know. Um, you know, graduated high school, went to some college courses, got a job, ended up getting married, and it wasn't anything that, you know, I really thought about that much at all um, until in 1994, um, I had gone with my youngest brother and some friends. We had taken a road trip to New Orleans uh, from here in Dallas. And, you know, this is before Google Maps, MapQuest, mm-hmm. GPS, any of that. <laughs> That's back when you still used, uh, what, what did you call that? The uh, An abacus? An abacus. <laughs> we're, not, we're not that old. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what do you call it? Mapsco. We had to use a Mapsco yeah, back well, in the day. Yeah, well, you know, it was like a road atlas, you yeah. know, that he rolled, <laughs> folded it out and, and traced your route what mm-hmm. looked like the 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 quickest route to get there and you know that didn't have any um you know wasn't up to date <laughs> traffic conditions there were no pins dropped like on on uh, <laughs> right. ways as far as anybody dropping a smoky alert there on the on the side of the road or right. a traffic accident so you know that's the route we followed well we left dallas you know early early friday morning and by the time we were going through uh, central Louisiana it was you know broad daylight mm. but we stayed in New Orleans that weekend it was Memorial Day weekend and so there were five cars that went 12 people oh. um, so we we caravan there but on the way back everybody left at different times depending on when they needed to be home so my vehicle was the last one that left New Orleans and it, it had myself uh, my girlfriend at the time and then another friend of mine that uh, lived in the same building that I did um so we didn't set out until about nine o'clock on monday night um actually memorial day that monday night uh leaving new orleans and so you know we're taking the same route that we came down but now it's completely different because now we're driving through central louisiana and it's you know 10 11 11 30 at night right and it's not just a you know, uh, a country road. It's, you know, uh, a two lane road out in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. unlit, no traffic, no, nobody. And, you know, swampy and wooded. And, uh, and so we're just driving along. Um, and in my headlights off to the right of the road, we see a figure, um, you know, a tall figure off to the right of the road. And as we get closer and closer, we get to see it better and better. And, you know, this was a tall, hair-covered figure. It looked to be gray in the headlights. And it, um, when I say it's back, you know, it was on two legs. It was walking on two legs, not standing oh, wow. stationary. It wasn't a burned-out tree stump. It wasn't a horse, a cow, a man in a fur coat. Was it walking along the side of the road then? Yes, it was walking. Towards or away from no, you? Uh, it was walking in the direction we were traveling, okay. so parallel to the road with its back to us. And as we passed it, which, you know, probably was no more than seven or eight seconds from the time we saw it in the headlights, my girlfriend and I both looked at each other and said, did you just see what I just saw simultaneously? And we agreed. And I said, well, what do you think you saw? And she said, "Uh, I think I saw a Bigfoot. And I was like, well, we got to stop. And she, (laughs) what is the rating on this show, by the way? It's, uh, (laughs) uh, it's, uh, would be PG 13. Okay. She said, 
F, no, we're not stopping. <laughs> um, so we didn't stop. You know, I was in a little uh, Zuzu Amigo uh, soft top uh, SUV. Top was rolled up because it was real nice out. It was May 30th, you know. It was pleasant, 65, right. 70 degrees at about 1130 at night. So we um, uh, were approaching a small town called Bunky, Louisiana. And um, it was 1130 or so at night on a Monday night, a Memorial Day, and the sidewalks had already been rolled up. There right. was there was nothing, <laughs> nothing open, open, no stores, no no anything, you know, no porch lights on. You may have been porch lights, but I mean nobody, you know, with welcoming oh, oh, uh, welcome us with open arms or anything. Right. So we just drove through town and on the way out of town we saw a little a little uh white church off to the right on the right hand side of the road. So we pulled in the parking lot there you know, had a single light pole in the parking lot and and uh, just stopped. My friend was still asleep in the back seat. She had to be at work the next morning. She slept through the whole thing. Oh, man. But we stopped for about 10 or 15 minutes and talked about, you know, what we had seen um, and then had to get back on the road. Um, right. We still had, you know, six and a half hours or so mm-hmm. to get back to Dallas. And uh, my friend had to be at work that next morning. So uh, we got back on the road and don't really remember talking about it on the way home i mean it was something weird that happened to us uh but after we talked about it in the parking lot you know we just went on our way and um you know once we got home don't remember talking about it didn't say anything to anybody and um it was this was like i said may end of may 1994 rachel probably won't believe this but it was three years after that before I got internet. <laughs> that's, that's so, right. I mean, you know, but the first thing I looked up was Bigfoot and found, yeah. found, well, this is 1997. So a lot of angel fire websites, yeah. with animations and, you know, stupid stuff like that back then, but there were message boards and forums sure. and stuff. So I found, you know, a community of people out there and started <clears throat> talking about what had happened to me and, and, um, you know, met people that had similar experiences or, or, and had talked to people and were investigating this. And so I met a, another gentleman out there and, and we decided to form an organization and put up a website and, and, um, you know, had people start contacting us, wanting to get involved with what we were doing, also wanting to report what they had seen or encountered or, um, you know, so that's how it got started back in 1997. Wow. Yeah. 97. So, so these people start contacting you then and talking about their experiences. Did you do any investigation into their experiences or you just record it, uh, you know, on the, on the website or where, where kind of you go from there? Yeah, we, it was actually in 1999 when we put a website up, oh, okay. I had the formal organization. And, and like I said, people had a report form for people to start sending in their, their encounters and uh, also wanting to get involved. And so we had some some areas here in the east texas where we had uh encounters that happened and we had access to to private property and we'd go set up and you know and 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 take sighting report encounters from people and go follow up on it and and um you know people always ask you know well you know how come nobody sees these things you know if they're out there people don't have to see them well people do see them but people don't necessarily talk about it they don't know who to they talk don't want to seem crazy exactly right. man yeah because i've talked to 
I've talked to grown men on the phone and they've started crying, you know, on the phone because they, they've said that I, I've never been able to tell anybody this. I tried to tell, you know, somebody about this and they laughed at me or said I was crazy mm-hmm. or I was drunk. And, um, you know, to be able to talk to somebody who will listen to their story and not be publicly ju- judgmental. Right. Anyway. Right. I mean, you have to, you have to be, you have to be skeptical of, of every story you you hear because there's lots of you know people that want to tell stories and mm-hmm. and make up stuff and and you know but i've talked to hundreds and hundreds of people over the years doing this and and i believe some of the people are are telling the truth because you know like brad said earlier professional people i've talked to um you know pastors of churches i've talked to military personnel law enforcement attorneys that might not mean anything in attorney, <laughs> attorney. but uh, you know, people from all walks of life, and and I I really can't see any what the motivation would be to attach your name, mm-hmm. your identity, to a story like that. We we didn't release people's names, but you know, they don't have any, um, you know, knowledge that that's not going to happen to yeah. attach their name to that. But but. Um, you know, I, my my personal opinion is that there's a couple of possibilities when somebody call, you know calls in or or fills out a sighting report and says that they've seen you know one of these creatures and that's you know first of all they could they could be lying just making up the the thing they could have been hoaxed by someone else that they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't right. know that they were being hoaxed you know they could have been under the influence of you know alcohol or or drugs. They could be mistaking known wildlife or a person, you know, or mm-hmm. the other possibilities they saw what they say they saw. Right. And if, you know, even one of those falls in that category, there's something out there, you know, to to look into. And even if I dismiss every story I've ever heard from everybody I've ever talked to, I still have my own experience yeah. that I can't explain away. I mean, um, do I know 100% that it was a Bigfoot? I, I don't know. I didn't stop. But... I know a whole lot of what it wasn't, you know, right. it wasn't, um, I don't believe somebody was hoaxing me out, you know, people that hoax do it where there's a chance. Well, not where there's a seen. chance, but the, yeah, there's no right. payoff for them. If, if they, they just don't. do it out in the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. nobody sees it, there's, there's gotta be a payoff for them. You know, somebody, you know, finds the tracks and casts mm-hmm. them and it ends up in the newspaper and they can laugh or whatever. But you know, this was, there was no traffic on this road at 11:30 at night and there was nobody around and i can't just see somebody out there you know walking around on the side of the road in, in complete darkness right yeah wouldn't make sense doesn't to me interesting so you'd mentioned uh earlier you'd you'd seen the movie and i think for our kind of generation i think this movie kind of was the introduction for all of us into bigfoot legend of boggy creek well, speak for yourself, sir. I'm well, I'm a member of the greatest generation <laughs> yeah. that fought in the, in the Great War. So, mm-hmm. okay, part of the boomer. We actually have three generations on this show today. So, um, but interestingly, the Legend of Boggy Creek is based on sightings in Falk, Arkansas, which is southwest uh, Arkansas, and actually not far from Jefferson itself. No, it's only an hour away from Jefferson. Oh, wow! Right, so same patch of woods. I did not know that. Right. Well, mm. Remember that. Four, so maybe in four sh- weeks, you yes, you can see it. Oh, well. That's that's right. That's so. It's October. 
16th and 17th. That's right. So 16th is a dinner. 16th is a catered dinner. Um, still working on the schedule, so I'm not sure. We've got special presentations Friday night after the catered dinner. Saturday is the conference all day from 9 to 5. Uh, we then also have another catered dinner by Riverport Barbecue, one of the top barbecue restaurants in Texas. Mm. We'll be catering barbecue dinner Saturday night. And then we will have uh, additional uh, special presentations. And I think that we're going to be sh- screening The Legend of Boggy Creek, the mm. remastered, oh. restored version. <clears throat> and Pam, Pam Pierce, Charles B. Pierce's daughter, is supposed to be in attendance. Right. She's actually in the movie. She is. So Tickets are on sale for the conference, correct? At... So right now, the best way for people to find this conference is on uh, Facebook, (laughs) right? Facebook, Facebook. So you'd look up Texas Bigfoot Conference. 2020. 2020 on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you'll find uh, all the information on uh, the dates, location, and speakers. speakers, And then you'll also find a link for tickets tickets through Eventbrite, is it? Yes, sir. Eventbrite. So uh, the thing about the conference, and I can tell you because I've been to... Pretty much several of them. Um, on the front row. On the front row with my <laughs> wife, staring at me, glaring. Um, this thing will sell out. So, um, Especially this year because right now under COVID-19 restrictions, we are restricted to 50% capacity Ooh. at the v- venue right now. Oh, my goodness. So they're they're hoping that it may get opened up. October 1st to 75%. But right now it's just 50%, so we can only have half as many people in the building. Mm. And it always sells out. So get your tickets now. Yes, do it now. Um, Because, yeah, it it sells out every year. People show up at the dorm. I know that uh, poor Craig has to turn people away because we hit maximum occupancy. So I think think we'll put Rachel in charge of turning people away this year. Yeah, she's good at that. I can do it. She's kind of bossy. I can strong arm people. I am going to put them in a headlock. There you go. Give them a <laughs> Escort them I mean, out they're kind of short. They can't be too tall. Otherwise, I mean, I'll just take their knees, I guess. Right. <laughs> take their knees out. Yeah. I mean, you know, you did what you got to do to be an enforcer. So. There you go. <laughs> well, go grab a refill on your drink and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're here with uh, Mr. Craig Woolheater, King of Texas Bigfoot. And I believe Rachel actually has a question. I do have a question. Do you think that people are more likely to see Bigfoot or a creature like that if they already kind of believe in it? Or, I mean, have you heard any experiences from people that were completely, I wouldn't say oblivious, but completely non-believers to this and then they got a change of heart? Well, I don't attribute it to belief, first of all, because belief is uh, taking something uh, on faith without right. any, any evidence or any... I, I think that um, the preponderance of evidence points to there being a creature out there that's making the tracks that people are seeing, mm-hmm. is my opinion. Okay. But yeah, there are people that you know do get uh, Bigfoot on the brain that decide they want to go out and and look for Bigfoot and, you know, everything they see or experience or hear, um, you know, has to be Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that should be, should rule out everything else first before you jump to the conclusion that it's Bigfoot because there's 
a whole lot more out there than just Bigfoot. Um, you know, people complain about the TV shows like Finding Bigfoot, but mm. if it showed real Bigfoot research, it'd be pretty damn boring and nobody would watch. Yeah. Because right. the majority of the time, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask any you resource. about that. Uh, you know, the shows we watch, they always miraculously find something. I mean, how realistic or how planned do you think that is? Staged, I guess you would say. Well, you have to you have to um, remember that it's just inter- it is entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's reality TV. You know, like I said, if it showed what really happened, the people sitting around a campfire and hearing nothing and seeing nothing, people aren't going to stick around and watch that. Um, right. You know, I'm finding Bigfoot. You know, and people joke about it. It should have been called not finding Bigfoot <laughs> because they really didn't find Bigfoot. You know, they talked to a lot of people that uh, very well may have experienced, encountered, seen, heard, smelled Bigfoot. But, uh, you know, that was, to me, the, the, the best part of the show was the town hall meetings, you know, talking to potential witnesses that had seen or encountered something. Right. Right. Very interesting. So I've got a game for us to play. Oh. Since we're sitting here, go ahead. Pin the tail on the Bigfoot? No. <laughs> Does no. he have a tail? Is that established? Maybe. That's why you got to pin it on there. <laughs> you got to add a tail. So we're going to play a game. So we're sitting here. I want to take advantage of the fact that we have three generations sitting at this oh. table who have all experienced the 80s in some form or another. Because the 80s okay. was quite possibly one of the best decades that ever existed. I mean, okay. I mean, think about all the good things it brought us. New wave, rock. You know, great television series. So we're gonna we're gonna play a game. <laughs> it's a trivia game. And I've got these cards oh. here that are sorted and it's all the eighties years. All right. So I'm gonna Dang. pull out a you card. Memorize these now. Huh? I have not. I just <laughs> opened these prior to uh to this uh, podcast recording. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh put our names here. Oh, is this points? Yes, and we're going to get some points. We're going to run through some questions. So I'm going to take the first card. We'll take the first card, and I'm going to give you a choice because there's five different categories on here. Um, But I'm just going to choose a couple here. One would be television, uh, music, or sports. Mm. Television for 100, Alex. Television (laughs) for 100. So Do we buzz in? We need a buzzer. We do need a buzzer. Why don't we not have a buzzer? You'll just have to go say your name. Me. No. Oh, Rachel. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So we, what do we decide? Television? Television. All right. On the Cosby show, who played Denise? Felicia Rashad. No. I'm trying to think. She's married to um, oh, did she Aquaman. She was the daughter, but nobody buzzed in She's first. married to Aquaman. Somebody's what's her getting... name? Oh, what's her name? I can picture her in my head. Lisa Bonet. Yes. All right. That you is win. correct. It's because I gave you that. One, <laughs> one, one for Craig. But I, I had it, though. All right. Now, does somebody else have to pull? So yeah. Get so I will go. We'll go around, and you get to pull one, and then it's between me and Craig. I'll pull it from here. What are we... Uh, our choices are what tv music or sports right the black side is the answer the Mm, yellow side mm. there is the uh, question so what are we going to go with you want television sports or music television sports or music 
Okay, which one do y'all want? Um, or do I just pick? Let's go music. Music. In 1988, who released the album Love Sexy? No idea. Love Sexy? All one word, Love Sexy. The Cure. No. Why is my dog going crazy? I don't know. She's, Apologize. She's trying to guess. Lucy! <laughs> Love Sexy. I have no idea. Oh, that's no point for either. The artist formerly known as it's Prince. Prince. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, hmm. Congratulations! That was terrible. We Y'all got nothing. Terrible. We're horrible at this. <laughs> what do you got? Okay. Oh. Television, music, or sports? Rachel. Um, Lucy. Lucy still barking. She We're going to be re-recording this whole segment. I know. Maybe I'm going to go put the dog. Yeah. Out. God. Pause. What's and her cut. deal? She's a dog. Yeah, but she's barking and we can hear it in the thingy. And everyone's going to be listening. And it's going to be like... Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> it's a dog. You can't help it. <laughs> she sees stuff out the window and just barks and goes crazy at whatever it is out the front. She was barking at the front door? Yeah. What was out there? Her out the front? <laughs> no, she'd run away. She's a runner. She'd never come back? I'd let her go. Mm, I don't think she would. I don't think she'd come back. Somebody okay. else would get her. All right, so we're going to start this segment over. Okay. Because it got it did I start still got a well. point. Yeah, you got <laughs> You're starting over, a, too. Don't take my point. I'll give you one point. All right, put your... Uh, okay. Are we going to keep that card? Yes, I haven't said anything about it yet. Yeah, but we, do you want to start the game? Because we're going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you use the beginning and then cut? Well, she barked all the way through it. Not to mention, whenever you were discussing your uh, thing, she came and goes, <laughs> like, what the hell? What kind of amateur that? station Lucy, is this? Go away. Lucy, go. Go, go home. Oh, go to mom. She's tucking her oh, to poor, but you're going to have to cuddle with her tonight. <laughs> she's not going to cuddle with me. Oh. You're like, what the hell? Okay, so you're starting the game over? Yeah, we're going to start the game over. Yeah. Okay. Actually, do you want to do your segment over? Or are you good? I'm good. Okay. It's her jingles are better than the barking. Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> God. These questions are hard. Well, maybe you just suck. I Kaja, do suck. Kaja Goo Goo. Kaja Gugu, I like those guys. Mm. Too shy. Don't know what it is. Hush, hush, I do I. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We're still recording. That's good. Hey, we're back. Let me put my Dr. Pepper up there. Are you loosening up? Mm-hmm. My back popped. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Y'all are terrible. All right, so let's play a game. Let's take advantage of the fact that we got three generations sitting here at this table. Mm -hmm. We got Gen X, Millennial, and Boomer. Okay. What do y'all think? We're going to discuss probably the best decade. No. 1980s. <laughs> the, the best 80s. decade according to... Well, we all know it's you. the best. Think of all the great movies. People still rave about how awesome the 80s were okay nobody you know <laughs> nobody raves about the 90s 
I mean, actually, that '80s show didn't last very long. The '70s show did rather well. The '70s show did show. do well. '80s show. Mm. We could do '70s, <laughs> but I only have cards for the '80s because oh, wow. I have a deck with uh, questions from every year of the '80s. Well, I feel like y'all are going to have more of an advantage over this than me. Is well, this just a game to ridicule really. me? Is maybe we are closer to Alzheimer's than you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, so you should feel good about yourself. So we'll just all be terrible together. That's right. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> so I've got these cards. I'm going to give you a choice of categories. Mm -hmm. And what I want you to do, say your name. So that's your buzzer. And then we'll see who can guess the answer first. So our category okay. is television, music, or sports. Okay. The year is 1988. Well. Okay, television. Television. We'll go with that. All right. On Full House, who played DJ? Candace Cameron Bure. But Candace Cameron on there. She didn't get married till later. I know. And and it was later. Oh, that we her didn't husband, buzz. That her, that her husband put his hand on her bosom on that her yes. Instagram photo. Did you see oh, that? Scandalous. It was scandalous. <laughs> but she said her husband can touch her anywhere, anytime. Well, that's the benefits of being married, folks. Well, it's... <laughs> anyway, okay, That's so the current answer event. is Candace Cameron. And I got a sister of Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, that's right. Mm -hmm. I get half a point for that. Half a point. Half a point. You can't what? Just, those are not bonus questions, sir. We didn't even we didn't even buzz in. Maybe we could both get a point because buzz we didn't buzz in. in. All right. So here we go. What's a buzz? Slap the table. It's our name. I know, but so what's the year? 1986. 86. Oh, that was a good year. Television, oh. music, or sports, y'all. Watch y'all want. I'm going to go music. Are you done for music? I guess. All right. In a 1986 song, who wants a shot at redemption and doesn't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard? Andy Dufresne. No. <laughs> no. It was redemption. No, no, you're thinking of Shawshank. <laughs> oh, best movie ever. That was like a good movie. Uh, cartoon and Cartoon Graveyard. Uh, this is Brad. I'm going to buzz in, and I'm going to say You Can Call Me Al ah. by Paul uh, Simon. <laughs> Simon. I had to think of the duo. I was well, like, Paul uh, you know, Simon. In parentheses, it says from Paul Simon's song, You Can Call Me Al, but the answer was Al. You got it right. That's right. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. That video was fantastic, by the way. Well, if you if you don't have you song, seen the don't music know the video? video? I don't even know the song. It was no Peter Gabriel sledgehammer, sir. It wasn't. Well, <laughs> it, it, but it was. It was that yeah. good. And no, you know what? The video made it. W Chevy Chase. We talked about Chevy Chase in one of our last podcasts. Mm. He was in that video with Paul Simon, and it was fantastic. Still haven't heard the song. Really I guess good. I got homework. If you haven't heard it, you have homework too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey that's one for me i'll take it yeah well <clears throat> we gotta make sure you're uh -oh, scoring correctly grab two cards all right oh well so what's our year 1987 mm -hmm. so television music or sports what do you think there is a sing it and uh there's a sing it also oh a sing it are we adding that to the mix are you gonna sing no oh well then i guess we won't add that to the mix <laughs> I mean, I guess we can do sports. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, I know nothing about that. So go ahead. Oh, I don't know any sports either. This is going to be very anticlimactic. 
All right, all right, television. <laughs> <laughs> television. Okay. Television. I'll do television. Television. What? Why did Sam Malone return to Cheers after he left to sail around the world in 1987? His boat sank. I don't know. <laughs> I don't he didn't know. buzz. Ah, Rachel. His boat sank. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. If that's the right answer, uh, Brad. Is it? Is that seriously the right answer? Well, there you go. Woo! Nice winner. Nice right, man. Rachel. It's years of playing Balderdash. That's what it is. It's I just, just can just pull answers right out of my head. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Winner. The year is 1987. Mm-hmm. Television. Oh, music is a sing it. Mm. Uh, or sports. So. What do you want? Television. Television. Got it. On Full House, who was credited with playing Michelle? Mary Kate. But Rachel, Mary Kate. Mm. Who was credited with playing Michelle? Uh, was not it both of the twins? Craig. It was both. It was both. Mary Kate it's, and uh, Ashley were You made it seem it. like it was one person. I love Mary Kate and Ashley. You love them? I do. I love They're them. Train They're train wrecks. No. They are train wrecks. They grew, well, they Their were, fashion they looked, line now is like They really were hideous good. as twins. <laughs> 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 they had big bug eyes when and they were misshapen babies. And, I well, that's loved cute them. whenever you're like a baby. Insects or something. When they get older, it's not as cute. But their movies and stuff were great. I just I never bought saw a four one of pack movies. of those movies. I didn't even know they had movies. Yes, they I had think like they a whole. Descended into heroin no, addiction. No, uh, they didn't. Oh, they it? have a very successful fashion line. They live in New York. For skinny but, people. I mean, I, they. I mean, it, not for no. me. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if they have men's. To be honest. Good. But they, but they had like a whole detective thing where they had books and they had a little, little show, detective type show, and then they had teen them. movies. I loved other, it. It was other people doing it for them. Yeah. No, it wasn't. They had their own production company. Listen, they're no Saved by the Bell. All right. I'm telling go. you, all y'all millennials over here, all y'all girl millennials, you know Just where I'm at here with the Mary Kate Ashley. For real, I totally just bought my sister uh, the four pack of the movies. I mean, it's 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 a thing. Y'all just don't know. We don't know. If you agree with me, Mary Kate and Ashley was awesome. Please comment. <laughs> All right. Okay, my turn. Your turn. Nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. That was a great year. <laughs> so what are we picking? Television. 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 Great. I don't I know anything music. about this. Oh, you want music? I promise. We might do both. All right, music. Okay, what 1989 Aerosmith video featured scantily clad mannequins that change into women? Dude looks like a lady. Brad. You look like a lady? Brad. Dude Brad. looks like a looks lady. Like a- <laughs> <laughs> only Stay on Saturday. Halloween episodes, and you might see that. On yeah, costume. Only on Saturday. <laughs> what, what, do you have an answer? Because he's wrong. Oh. <laughs> I would say Janie's got a gun, but I know it's not it. Mm. The answer is love in an elevator. Oh, that was my second oh, guess. going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, do y'all want the television guess. one, or we're we just going to move on? Television, what do you got? Okay, on the final episodes of Moonlighting, who played Maddie Hayes' sister? I've never even heard of that show. Uh, Moonlighting, that was uh, Bruce Shepherd. Willis and Sybil Shepard. I have no idea who else was on that. 
I don't think I ever really saw an episode, so. I watched it. You did? I don't know who played her sister. I remember the theme song. Who was the sister? Virginia Madsen. Oh, like good her. choice. Good choice. Yeah, I like her. Good choice for us. I might go back and watch it. <laughs> we'll post a picture because I don't know what she looks like. Or I guess I could look it up. She's Michael Madsen's sister. Oh, I don't yeah. know who that is either. That. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Get out of here. Next. <laughs> Next. Okay, what are we? What year? 1988. 88. Uh, television, draw it. Music. Draw it. Yeah, there's a draw it on here. We'll do television because... Oh, Virginia oh, Madsen. <laughs> now I see her. She's looking at her from the internet. Okay. Ah, I've seen in. her in something else. What yes. have I seen her in? Your dreams. I mm. mean... Nah. <laughs> All right. 1988. 88. On Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah. Nope. Balky. Not Balky. Oh. <laughs> Who played Larry Appleton? I don't even know. I Which don't. Balky's brother. Perfect cousin. I don't even know his name. I can Does see Does he him. even have a name? I don't know. It was Cousin Larry. Remember? Cousin Larry. <laughs> cousin Larry. That's right. What's his name? What is his real name? Mark Lynn Baker. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have never guessed that. Yeah, that's zero points for We're him. not doing any good at this game. Let me have this thing. Man. We got to do What better. are the other categories? Are y'all doing this? Are y'all doing this terrible? Are y'all playing at home? Yeah, because we're we're awful at this. I mean. <clears throat> All right. Not teen and is 88. There, is there a movie category? There's a, uh, I don't know what the lightning is. We can try that one. I don't know. Where's the box? I don't have a box. There's All right, rat, we're gonna do the, that one's for real, dude. For real, dude. This is what and we're then that do. one's dope movies. Got it. People said dope in the eighties. I say dope now. Dope movies. That's oh yeah. Dope. Uh, <laughs> we're doing dope movies. Here we right? go. Dope movies. Y'all will get dope. this one. Does She'll get mean, this one. She is a movie. Are these, are these drug references or are these? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are all drug movies. movies. <laughs> That's so uh, all right. Funny. So It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all uh, right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, what 1988 movie became the first to star both Lou Diamond Phillips and Kiefer Sutherland? Young Guns. Craig, Young Guns. You're right. Correct. Young <laughs> Guns. That's right. I can picture it in my head. Nice. Nice. Craig. You're winning. Uh, you're oh, winning. my gosh. Dang. And who's last? Me. <laughs> Not for long. We've just uncovered yeah, the secret right. category. The movie category? <laughs> Dope movies. <laughs> Dope movies. Oh, we should do music. All right, music. Because <laughs> I know that y'all She knows it. it. I, I must know it. <sighs> What gangster rap album? Nah, I don't know this. <laughs> what it, movies? Movies! Did NWA release in 1988? Cop Killer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do y'all want the answer? No. Fuck the police. Don't no. even care. Oh, hey, PG 13. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can't use that. F. Uh, copulate the, the police yeah straight out of compton nah, i wouldn't know y'all, nobody listens to was that dope. Junk. i do all right what else you got <laughs> okay are we doing movies yeah what 1988 movie prominently featured carly simon's oscar-winning song let the river run if you don't never know heard this oscar-winning song you know you don't know what life. movie this is sing it uh, yeah sing it song the movie the song sing the movie no. give us a quote i don't know 
you know, I, I thought you knew this. I mean, I would know the answer. I haven't seen the movie, but I would know the answer. The river runs through it. No. Oh, <laughs> what was the song again? What was Let the River Run? Well, I was close. Do y'all need, need the answer? <laughs> we need a hint. I mean, <laughs> that's not much of a hint. Is it a James Bond movie? No. Sounds like something it's like a, Simon would it's sing. A, it's a movie that this chick oh. is in an office. Yeah. And someone steals her idea. Oh. And then she. Craig, nine to five? No, that was 70s. Nice try, though. I Are like that one. Somebody steals her ideas. She's in an I office. believe so. I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Yeah. We don't know. Don't know. Working Girl? No, I never saw uh, it. Oh, Melanie Griffith. Is it? Hmm. Never saw it. Me either, bro. All right. All right. You know, people are watching this going, oh my God, that's Working Girl. <laughs> Sorry. Never now saw that Now we have one. more homework. Working Girl. <laughs> working Girl. <laughs> our, tens of, our tens of listeners. Tens of listeners are... Uh, Screaming right now. 1987. 87. Oh, oh, Susan Sarandon was in it. That's what I thought. What or not Susan Television. Sarandon. Weaver. Yes. Songs, movies, music, whatever it is. Music. Movies. Music. Oh. oh. Dealer's Choice. I know this answer. Music, huh? Dealer's we got to do movies. Okay. Movies, all right. What was John Candy's character's profession in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? A salesman? I don't even have to look at it. Mattress salesman? I was just going to say a salesman of some sort. I can't remember. Coffin salesman? (laughs) Insurance. Shower curtain rings. Shower curtain rings. Oh my gosh! Shower curtain ring salesman. God, that movie was so sad at the very end. It was a great, funny movie. I don't remember the ending of it. Me either. Steve Martin brought him home for Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving. and he found out that his wife that he kept talking about had left him or died. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that is that sad. Is sad. Well, then let's talk about 1986. <laughs> let's perk it up a little. And I will, uh, I'll pick one here. Yeah, let's just do dealer's choice. Dealer's now. choice. That's too easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, how much are of a comeback are you going to have? It's so category? easy. Okay. What former frontman for Chicago? Oh, that's so easy. Craig. Craig. Peter Cetera. Oh, and I so easy for hate, him. Hate, hate <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, what uh, what former frontman for Chicago hit number one with the song "The Glory of Love"? They did it all for the glory of love. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop doing. Can that. we get some sound effects for Chicago? <laughs> good choice. <laughs> okay. Are they that bad? I Actually, I like Chicago. I They're that. really good. <laughs> Chicago's really amazing. No, oh, he not. hates it. Agree well, there's two. There's okay. There are two different Chicago's. There is the Chicago yeah, Transit Illinois. Authority, which is the Chicago of like the '60s and '70s, who had all the really awesome 
uh, horn parts and instrument parts, you know, 25 or 64 Saturday in the park. They had all these amazing <laughs> songs. And then you've got the Peter Cetera kind of takes over era and it becomes Balladville. So, you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, uh, what's that other guy? Oh, he's, he did the movie soundtrack that is so popular oh, for you or something. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he was, uh, what he went movie? all ballads. Mario Speedwagon did the same thing too. They went all ballads at the end. Boring. It doesn't fit in your yacht rock. Rock. Yacht well, actually rock. that would be definitely played in my yacht rock stations. Man. But, yacht. Uh, yeah, apparently. Like Yatchet? <laughs> yatchet? No. Yeah, Yatchet. Y-A-C-H-T. Right. Uh, yacht Rock. I learned that there is a whole genre of Yacht Rock, and apparently I'm a huge Yacht Rock fan. Mm-hmm. Hollin' Oats. Uh, Hollin' Oats? You don't like Hollin' Oats? No. It's like I don't even know you anymore. What, what do you like? About? Because all we've been you know talking who, about he is likes, what you hate. He likes the Rolling Stones. Most the overrated cars. band ever. The Cars. The Cars. Hey, I mentioned the Cars on our music podcast. If we could have... You know, or when we talked about album, albums that I could listen to every song all the way through the original Cars album. Every Cars album. I would go most Cars albums. <laughs> really good. Really good. Hmm. Okay. Everything I do, I do it for you. Brian, Brian Adams? Brian, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Yeah, that guy, he started off good and then he just trailed cuts off like into Balladville. Knife. Yeah, Cuts Like a Great song. In the hmm. Summer of 69. Wasn't that him too? And then he went into Balladville, and just that was it. Well, y'all have common ground with cars. Yeah, the cars. Excellent. Excellent band. All right. Wait, is it my turn? It's your turn. I didn't know that. My bad. Sorry. Hmm. Man. Okay. What cartoon featured characters named Chitara and lion cartoon from 1987 what cartoon featured characters named chitara and lion o i didn't watch cartoons in 87 well it was either that or a broadway question so (laughs) i wasn't sure how up to date on your broadway it is like big on show teams (laughs) yeah what you don't see is jazz hands and everything i'm always throwing jazz hands Uh, i don't know i have no idea I didn't watch it. Thundercats. Thundercats. <laughs> I've heard of Thundercats. There you go. Never seen an episode of Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Chitara. Chitara. Yeah. And Lion O. Mm. I mean, it makes sense. Cats, you know, cheetah, lion. Yeah, no, it does. It Why does you didn't sense. get it? I don't know. 1987. Okay. What are we picking? I don't know. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Uh, I'm going to pick draw it. What? Oh, we can't pick draw what it. Are we, how are we going to? I don't even have paper and a pen, and he doesn't share. You said dealer's choice. I mean, Everything except for draw it. Or, um, we'll sing, or sing it. it. We could sing it. Mm. We could sing it. How would we sing it? Or they? Know. Or he if would have to it. sing he it. He has to sing it, and we have to guess it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pick sing it. Pick sing it. It is. Who is the only living cheers cast member who never did a guest spot on Frasier. what was that chick's name no she was on there was she brad 
And it was uh, Sam Malone. That's not his real name, is it? Ted Danson is his real name. Oh. Hey. oh. He was on Frasier? I don't remember that. The, um, I don't know his name. It's not a he, sir. It's a check. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Brad. It was uh. Kirstie Alley. That's the girls. That's who I was talking about. And you said no. There was many Carla. That's the one. That's the main one. Carla Tortelli was on there was a girl. No, but that's not who I was talking. I was thinking Shelly Long. Shelly Long was the original. Oh, my gosh. All right. No points. No points. Well. I think the dealer should get a point when neither of you can guess it. There you go. We're already halfway through the game. We're only halfway. Are we? All right. Well, yeah. We well, best we'll see. five. So are you, you got to get two more right. Are you going to pick a sing it now? Uh, there's not a sing it on here. Uh huh. What do we got? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Which? Uh, you won't know that. Uh, what? Who was the main villain in the Nintendo game <laughs> Legend of Zelda? Seriously, okay. So, which three comedic actors hosted the original Comic Relief Concert in 1986? Craig. All right. What do you got, Craig? Robin Williams. Yes. What year was it again? 86. Steve Martin? No. And I'm out. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I knew you uh, know. It was uh, Robin Williams, correct. Billy Crystal. Oh. And Whoopi Goldberg. Well, she doesn't count. I know. Yeah, she shouldn't. <laughs> she's, she's, a, she's a, oh, I can't. She's just as successful this, as Howard the Duck on this. I did like Sister Act. Was oh, right. no. And, and do you know that she was also... I don't think they got married, but they were very tight in a relationship. Her and Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Which I could not really? see. What the it was deal a was strange, a strange you know, relationship that was. Opposites attract. I'm going to pick from the middle. Because oh, I'm no. a rebel. Uh. Getting dangerous here. Shh, get out of here. Okay. Ha! Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, there's a Cars one. We'll ask that one. Okay. On the set of Brad. What? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Excuse me. On the set of what Cars video did Rick Okasik meet his yeah. future wife Paulina Porskova? Yeah, she was the she was the one. Did you buzz was, in, sir? Yeah, Brad, drive. <laughs> no, it goes to him. But these are some good ones. A Cars question, boy, who would which who would have thought that? Which strangely enough, Rick Okasik did not sing Drive. Benjamin Orr did. Well, he was busy meeting his wife. So. Yeah, I don't blame him. Oh, my bad. Although she wasn't in the best shape in that. Uh, I mean, she was in good shape, but I mean, she was not in a good mental space in that video. What do you mean? In well, real life can... or in the video? No, in the video. <laughs> in real life, I'm sure she was great. Go ahead. <laughs> we talked about this the other day. Oh, good. Maybe I'll get it. I mean, it's so easy. If you so don't know easy. it, then I think we should all just go ahead and get a point because everybody should know. According to the Princess Bride, what was an R-O-U-S? Rodents, rodents of, of unusual size. <laughs> Craig. Yes. Craig, rodents of unusual size. Craig. Yeah. That gets it. Craig wins with five. 
That's one of my favorite movies. As it's well. so good. So good. It well, is we so talked good. about the other day. What did we say was an RUS? I don't even remember. Uh, no, we said that. We, the question, you asked something. Oh, it was one of your quotes. I thought no, about you had never broken these Inconceivable. Out. Oh. Inconceivable. Yeah, one of her <laughs> quotes in our movie like episode. Movie. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, because I rattled off the uh, so. stop rhyming and I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. Man, I wish I had won. Well, we got to let our guests win. We didn't. I mean, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I, say, I'll say we let you in for my pride, but we all know he really just won. He just, yeah, he's he, just better than we are. He won every bit of that. Oh. I'm sitting over here with one point. Ha! Anyway. Sucks to suck, man. I don't know. I thought you were Mr. Pop Culture. No, no. I'm Mr. Music, but not mm. apparently of those songs. Uh, anyway, so, hey. Siri, save that to my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear that around here, do you? No. Uh, no. No, you don't hear that. You you hear the Alexa from time oh, to time. Well, Alexa. Uh, yeah, save that's that what it is. Favorites. So, um Listen, thanks for joining us for this special episode of the very first uh, guest, Mr. Craig Woolheater. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experience uh, with Bigfoot. And uh, don't forget to check out the Facebook uh, site, Texas Bigfoot Conference 2020, where you can find all the information on this upcoming conference that's happening October 16th and 17th in Jefferson, Texas. Tickets are available now. So, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast uh, right here on whatever you're listening to it on, whether it be YouTube or Spotify mm-hmm. or Breaker or any of those other great podcasts. Yes, but please. But why would you? Because it's amazing. <laughs> yes, because, because they, we have they, special guests like this. Come yeah, on, guys. Like round me. of applause. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then don't forget to like us on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. Yes. And then the website that uh, Rachel has up, I'm sure, is called that's okay podcast.com. And maybe not. Maybe it's <laughs> Let's not. Let's check out that website. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> look it up. Let's all Why turn it to the look? screen. <laughs> there, there it is. It's beautiful. That's okay podcast.com. That's our podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we've got some cool episodes still come, still to come. Don't forget, uh, we've got a Halloween episode coming Ooh, up. Yes. We're going to talk about paranormal spooky. things. Woo-hoo. It will be a little spooky. Uh, spe- it will spooky. spooky. There we go. That was my spooky mm-hmm. cue. Um, and we will be in costume, so stay tuned She for says that. we'll be in costume. We'll I have not costume. agreed to this yet. Oh. <laughs> what are you coming as, friend? I don't it's know. It's a surprise. Surprise. You'll have to tune in and see. <laughs> Anyway. He may be dressed like a lady if you were paying attention. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.